Welcome to the Bromley Buzz podcast from the Newman Flexible Workspace once more. Hello, Zenat. Hello. Yes, and we are Darren Wheel in June PR and Zenat Narani. Oh, you want me to say it? Yes. No, I think you should say it. Uh, Vida de la Mariposa Coaching. Oh, there you go. Uh, which actually, it's not the translation, that's life of the butterfly, but uh, well-being and mindset coach. Yes, so it's great to be here again. Yeah. We were here two weeks ago, wasn't it? That's right, and uh, here we are again talking about the well-being of Bromley. The borough of Bromley. The borough of Bromley, the London borough of Bromley. <laughs> yeah. uh, I gather, incidentally, which I hadn't picked up anywhere else, but um, BBC Radio London did a visit to Bromley last week and focused upon it. So I will share that once I've identified it in our mm. social media, because it should be up for about a month. Yeah, I think they were here a couple of times, actually, for something. Hmm. Um. Well, there's 32 London boroughs, so it's nice that uh, we've been got around to. Yes, it's nice to be noticed. And we get noticed also on Channel Radio on Mondays at 10am, says he's slipping that in easily. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, talking of uh, things that are easy, uh, I would argue that our competition that we have running until the 17th of February mm-hmm. with the Laura's Larder in Petswood is also not difficult. Now uh, get your answers rolling mm. in, email. Yeah, do you fancy a... Uh, hamper, a lovely hamper made up with food and drink to the value of £100 ink hamper. Well, if you do, uh, then uh, enter our competition. You can find it on the bromleybuzz.uk website. I've got a blog post uh, up there with it. And um, the question is, what borough MPs have we interviewed on the Bromley Buzz? And what brand of garlic butter is stocked by uh, the Laura's Larder in Petswood? Answers in by the 17th of February, so only a couple of weeks to go. Mm. And uh, in the spirit of hinting, there are four MPs, not three, as uh, some people appear to think. And the most neglected MP in the answers so far has been Ellie Reeves from Lewis and Western Penge. Mm. uh, Because Penge is indeed part of Bromley. And the brand of garlic butter? So you've already given one answer already? I'm going to hint at another one. Uh, which is there is a well-known island to the south of Hampshire, uh, and on that there is a garlic farm, and it is from there. Mm-hmm. But that's not actually the full answer. People have to think about it a tiny bit, perhaps. Mm, so there we go. Now then, uh, we don't actually have a joint buzz this week, I guess, that much, because we haven't really been out and about together. No, we haven't. Mm. Um, on the other hand, I did go to a place, again, which I did an interview with, for a previous episode, and I met Louis at the Croft Tea Room in St Mary Cray, oh. which is a lovely little community um, I think I've cafe. That. Yeah, well, you should pass into there. It's very nice, and uh, they do some very good scones and uh, assorted food, um, and they have quizzes, and, uh, quiz nights, and other things. And uh, a bit of breaking news: they will be having um, Warhammer. I think it is. Am I right in saying Warhammer? Yes, Warhammer. I am. I, I was trying not to confuse it with World of Warcraft, which is an online gaming community. Oh. Warhammer <laughs> is a board game, battle game, fantasy thing. And people, uh, there are actually workshops, Warhammer workshops around the country where you can buy things. Uh, and um, they're going to have some stock in there and they're going to run nights for people who like playing it. Because Louis and his partner apparently do play. Oh, that's interesting. I wonder mm. if that's the kind of thing they do in the um, place that's in Bromley, 
just sort of where you kind of go in the arch where the mall is, the mall shopping centre. Oh, yeah, yeah. So not it's the like games. It's a games workshop, do you think? It's like a games mm. one, and I know they do board games there sometimes, and games and all sorts. And apparently, I've had up there's a, a similar thing in um, Chatterton Village down the road, probably. Right. Yeah. And I know there is also a Brom, or is it Orpington, I think, um, board games club which meets in a Methodist church in Pexwood, I think. Mm. I've been meaning to go to it myself. Do you know, yeah. it'd be nice to get all the young people and the Minnellians into board games. These days you don't see a lot of them playing those. I, I grew up playing board games. Mm. That's so wonderful. Yes. Uh, I was listening to the show uh, on audiobook, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, and it's amazing how many times you can listen to something and not pick up on things. So in that, you the world is destroyed there is effectively two human survivors and one of them um, leaves the world in his dressing gown and presumably slippers uh, but apparently he has pocket scrabble with him i mm. just realized from the tape nice. mm. anyway i have just been interviewing uh, robert dawes an actor who uh, is performing as pg woodhouse the author uh, the creator of such wonderful characters as jeeves and worcester and um, Lord Emsworth and others, uh, 9th to the 11th of March at the Churchill Theatre. We'll be releasing that as uh, part of or all of a separate show, I think, at a later date. Mm -hmm. So that was a real buzz for me. How about yourself? Yeah, you seem to have had quite a few buzzes and lots of interviews well. that's well. the that's the yeah. couple of weeks. Well, a couple of them, to be fair, yeah. are ones that have been well, we really slipping been through the cracks for a while yeah. that I need to catch up on. So quite a few little ones there, so that's mm. great. Um, so my buzz, I suppose, is that um, Dancing on Ice has uh, started, so that's my Sunday nights in to and Dean show. So I was glued to the TV last night watching that in the evening and uh, caught up on the ones that I missed last Sunday and the Sunday before, so it started about two weeks ago. So that's my buzz, uh, looking forward to that. As those of you who know me, I'm a real skating fan because I used to do that in my career. So have they changed the judges again this year? Nope. So they've still got, uh, oh my God, his name's just gone out of my head. The one from, oh my goodness. I, the lead dancer, the really tall black guy, the lead dancer from, who won the X Factor. Oh my goodness. No, I'm unfamiliar with the X Factor, you say. I've oh, never really watched no. it. Um, but Jason went a while ago, didn't he? Oh yeah, he went ages ago. So they've got um, Oti Mabuse on there. Oh yeah. As uh, the judge, and of course, Torval and Dean. Without them, the show wouldn't be happening. Um, but um, it's great to see the choreography and everything that's being done by Dan uh, Winston, who I know and have skated with. So he's doing a marvellous job there. Absolute marvellous job. So yes, interesting uh, group of dancers. And they have Vanessa, who is the very, 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 very... Is it Vanessa? Yes, it is Vanessa. Very first drag on the show, dressed up as a drag. Hmm. So, which is great. She's doing marvellous. That's actually something that Strictly haven't done yet. Yeah, so mm. it's brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And then the other buzz I had is well, it was like a double celebration. We celebrated my brother's birthday again this week, and we went along to um, Champagne uh, Restaurant in Chatterton Village in Bromley who actually, they won an, the London Curry Awards mm -hmm. uh, this year for the Western branch. So we went along there, lovely atmosphere, 
lovely service really really enjoyed it thoroughly uh we had booked it actually for seven o'clock but then we decided to bring it forward because we were hungry and it was already packed at 6 30. so yeah great atmosphere lovely yes because you interviewed the former uh bromley fc footballer now rayo valicano uh, chap uh, Zidane Mia and yes. uh, you did that in a champagne and that we're was talking, in the about, the, village talking about the incense weren't you yes the mm. Chatterton village one that's where we did it in that branch downstairs in their room but we ate upstairs but yes no lovely and if you haven't heard his interview definitely worth uh, listening to very lovely young man really got his head screwed on great resilience um, it's been through so, so much um, at such a young age. But yeah, definitely worth trying. Indeed, and we're about to go into a little run of um, shortish interviews. But before we do, do you have an affirmation? For I do this have week? an affirmation. Something for people to think about, ponder, and use to help themselves over the next few well, this days. This is about prosperities and being grateful. So I am so grateful for the prosperity I have already had and have. And I pay attention. To the prosperity that comes into my life. Mm, I like that one. Yeah, it's a nice one. Yeah. It really kind of gets you thinking. It's a great one for the start of the year mm. as well, even at the end of the year, also at the middle of the year, anytime really. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot to be grateful for in general. Um, even if things aren't great now or at some future date, uh, there is some satisfaction to be had from looking back on happier times and yep. uh, prosperous ones. Right, on the subject of interviews, one of the ones that I had up my sleeve for a little while came from the Christmas market. Uh, Gotcha, still talking about event. Christmas. I know, at the Signature Care Home uh, and in Beckenham. And at that, uh, I interviewed Courtney uh, about the care home. And I think it's about time I showed that interview. So, we're in Signature today, in Beckenham. Um, just tell anyone who's listening a little bit about the place. So, we're Signature at Beckenham. We're a new build um, care home for residential nursing and dementia care. We have uh, 100 apartments of studio and one bedroom apartments and cater for various different clinical needs for people who either are looking for more companionship or need more support with day-to-day -day living or need full-on nursing care. Um, but I suppose we're part of a larger organisation. Um, Signature have more homes than just us, but we're one of the newest ones in their portfolio. Yes, and one of the things which has impressed me ever since I learned about Signature is your outreach into the community. Uh, you sponsor things, you sponsor good events like the uh, Rotary Santa sleigh uh, connection, yep. <laughs> happening even as we speak. And you have these events where people come to you, and so is a Christmas market today. Yeah, so we um, do different types of events. We do business to kind of business events. So our most recent one we had, we kind of invited everybody that had supported us over the past year to come in and kind of celebrate. So we have a glass of bubbly. So it might be a networking event or something like today where we have our Christmas market where this opens up opportunities for residents that live with us to be able to buy from local vendors. It also highlights people who are local in the community to somebody who maybe lives local to us and would not have heard of them otherwise. There are not big companies that we kind of outreach to. We look locally within the community to try and find people who maybe don't go to do every market but sell great local produce. 
Um, and kind of raise the spotlight on that. So we put that onto our Facebook, we put it into the newspaper, and often quite a lot of these businesses might not have the um, funds to be able to do that sort of advertising for themselves. So we get exposed to their market and they get exposed to kind of all of our residents and um, the kind of wider expansion of friends and family that we work with as well. Um, and like you said, we sponsor community groups, so things like the, the Rotary Santa Run where we sponsored the card that went out. Again, just to be able to support local charities, we donate to St Christopher's was our charity last year and has carried through to this year and have also donated to the food bank this year. So because we are a body of kind of like-minded people who want to care for somebody um, or for a cause, we quite often find that people get behind us when we want to do things so when the Santa run we had lots of staff who were volunteering to come with us to go and walk around even though we only needed five people. It's, uh, I just bought a book incidentally by um, a high street group called Mary Porthouse mm -hmm. and uh, it's about the kindness economy. Okay. I think that kind of fits in here a bit. Yeah probably I mean a lot of our staff will volunteer their time out with um, out with kind of the, the normal nine to five so um, it might be staying a little bit later to help do Santa's Grotto which we've got today. Yeah, I was going to mention that. Yes. Got Santa's Grotto. Yes, we've got Santa. And I also uh, came across a, a passing resident with uh, an enormous pair of ears and uh, elf's hat or something Which was similar. part of our residence choir. Mm -hmm. um, so we've got Santa here from 2.30 to 3 yeah. um, and it's supported by all of the homes so our one of our activities members has a balloon business so we use her to be able to kind of support her business internally but equally then she does great balloon arches for us so helped us do Santa's Grotto and she comes in and does that of her own time and a lot of our staff are like that where this becomes like a bit of a family to you so you really do care about the residents so you don't mind if you're staying an extra 30 minutes into your evening to do something that you know will make them really happy or Laura drove people down to an event the other day because we didn't have enough taxis booked because more people decided they wanted to go to a piano recital in one of the churches so Laura got everyone in her car and off they went just to make sure that everyone could get to where they wanted to go. Well it's a very nice atmosphere here today yeah. so thank you for coming at all. Not a problem, thank you for coming. So there we go, that's the, what Signature are all about and they have other events that you can look out for in yeah, the future. Yeah, have you ever actually been in there properly and looked Not around? in the depths, no, I only went oh, through some of the common areas. Oh, it's absolutely wonderful. It's like their own little village. Mm. Um, they have, I think, two or three cinemas in there. They've got a dining room, um, a games room. It's just full of everything. They don't need to go anywhere if they don't want to. It's wonderful, absolutely wonderful in there. Yeah, and most good homes also have excursions for their people, so mm -hmm. you can go beyond those uh, walls if you choose to. But the one that's special about Signature, actually, is that it's almost like you have your apartment there, and it's a free fall. So it's not like a care home, care home, where you're kind mm. of there. and you're, just like, you're free to go in and out as you please. So it, it's slightly different the way they run it. Yeah. Well, the next interview uh, is actually two interviews from the same place on the same occasion. Uh, so I went to see the author and writer journalist Susan Elkin, and she was talking about her book, which I'm now showing you, which is The Outsider's Diary. Uh, and that's due to the fact that her, her late husband 
contracted Alzheimer's and it's about the journey which he vlogged uh, while it was going on until he passed away which was very interesting and I'm going to actually switch around the order I was going to do this so we will hear first from uh, Susan Elkin in the green room as it happens at the Bridge House Theatre in Penge. Good evening Susan Elkin and uh, thank you for uh, joining me at the Bridge House Theatre after your talk here tonight. Good evening. Mm. And you've been talking about the Alzheimer's Diary. That's I have. not the jolliest title I've ever come across in a book. Um, no, it isn't. But let me say straight away that this is do. not a misery memoir. Definitely not. It's a compilation of the blogs I wrote while my husband was terminally ill. Now, if you're in a situation like that, you've got two choices. You can either be incredibly negative and gloomy, or you can try and smile through the sadness and the difficulty, and that's what I did. So I hope the book is entertaining. Well, the talk was certainly entertaining. Right from the very earliest part, where you were talking, and I picked this up on social media as well, about the fact that you effectively symbolised Alzheimer's and turned it into... Uh, well, I'll let you describe it. What, what is, was well, the Alzheimer's when, when this unexpected thing turned I up I needed something to be angry with and to pit my rage against. So I invented a character called Ms. Alzheimer's, who I said had got fangs and looked like a monster and lurked in our hall. I mean, in a way, it was a bit of fun. But actually, it helped me quite seriously. And even my husband used to joke about Ms. Alzheimer's and what she was doing to him. <laughs> well, I, I quite enjoyed a bit when you said that... Um, Miss Alzheimer's got into the dishwasher. She certainly did. Yeah, my husband used to be a, a dishwasher fanatic and would never let me touch it. He was very sexist about dishwashers. Because uh, gradually, of course, he um, was unable to do anything really practical and he certainly couldn't load the dishwasher. So I imagine that she was inside the dishwasher shouting at me. And before this, though, you actually come from a journalistic background. You're a prolific writer. That's right. Uh, and you blogged. Yes. Yeah, um, and I'd been writing professionally, f well, writing all my life, really, but professionally I've been writing for 30 years for all sorts, a whole range of magazines and newspapers, and I've written a lot of books. So when I was faced with this situation, writing a blog seemed a fairly natural thing to do. I thought my husband, who was a very private man, actually, would object, but to my astonishment, he was all for it, so I did it with his permission. Now, you had the, uh, a reasonably lengthy journey to publication because, um, as with the rest of society, COVID came in the middle. But you had this, I have to say, I do admire the cover of this book. It's very contemporary in look, and it's got a picture of two people in, would that the word be pastels apply? Yes, it is pastels. Actually, it was shore. paler than that when mm. it was first presented to me, and I asked the designer to brighten it up slightly because the print is white, and I thought the white print would show up better anyway, so he adjusted it slightly. But yes, I like the, f the two figures, which is a female figure and a male figure who's disappeared. He's in shadow. Uh, that's not us, of course. It's stylized, but um, it's quite clever. Well, I can understand the symbolism, though, because as you were saying when you were talking, um, piece by piece, the person that you had mm -hmm. is disappearing over the period up and to and including the point of death. In fact, the person disappears a long time before death. At some point, I wrote in the book mm. that the man I married had effectively gone, dead. I was already widowed. But the problem was I'd still got a, a leaking body and a very weary brain to deal with, possessed by something, Miss Alzheimer's, if you like, who had taken him over. He was gone, the man I'd married. Mm. I told you uh, earlier on that I'd, uh, in the past, met 
uh, David Nobbs, the author of yes. the uh, Rise and Fall of Reginald Perry. And he was, as an author, he was a king of the absurd. Mm-hmm. And uh, I sense, without having read this book yet, that you've gone down the same path. <laughs> Slightly, uh, yes. <laughs> well, it, it's the bit when you were talking about, at the time, the moment your husband in hospital passed away, there you are, pizza. hand in hand, yes. one hand and the other hand, clutching the piece of pizza. Yes. That's because, I will explain that, we thought we were going to be there all night, the three of us, me and my two sons. Um, so the younger one popped out and got something to eat for us, and we were sitting there eating our pizza. And fortunately, I mean, I'm glad it happened that we weren't there all night. He died at 9pm when we were still eating our pizza. Uh, and you were talking also about the ways in which you coped with this process uh, and about the fact that you elected to carry on working yes. uh, as well. Yes, and that was for two reasons. I'm absolutely programmed to work. I think I was put on this earth to work and I have absolutely no intention of retiring ever <laughs> unless I absolutely have to. Um, so I really didn't want to drop everything because my sort of work would have simply gone away. It wouldn't have been there for me. The other thing was, of course, I knew that Nick was going to die and what was I going to do as a widow? Well, I was going to carry on working. So I had to keep it going. Well, I think it's actually uh, quite an important thing as well for more literature like this to come up about out uh, to humanise yes. uh, to the, the word now I think is normalise yes. normalise conversations around things like somebody uh, pointed out and that deterioration that a generation or two ago nobody could say the word cancer we used to talk about the c word because cancer was totally incurable and it therefore was very couldn't much like Voldemort in Harry Potter yes it I couldn't agree. be discussed yep We need to get to the same stage with Alzheimer's, which we are still pussyfooting about a bit because there's no cure and we don't know what to do about it. But one of the ways in which we can deal with it is by talking about it openly. And I hope that's what this book will do. Now, there's an organisation in America that I've just hooked up with called Alts Authors, well worth looking at their website. Um, They've got a network of 350 people who've written books in some way connected with Alzheimer's. some of its fiction, some of its memoirs, some of its advice, some of its novels, I think. Um, and I have recently been accepted to join their network. So I hope it'll reach a lot more people in America. Because they're trying to do the same thing. They, Like I've just said, they believe that it needs to be talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, well, as you can tell by the fact that I'm speaking to you now, I do agree with you. Yeah. Uh, and thank you for coming to the Bridge House Theatre in Penge to do so. And I'm just glad that she came along yes. and talked about this because, as we were saying off air, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, other dementia-related conditions, uh, because of the old, older population, are becoming more familiar to people, sadly. Mm-hmm. Um, and hers was actually a message of hope, I felt. Uh, talking of hope, though, uh, I hope to keep going back to the Bridge House Theatre because it's a jolly good place. We interviewed Emma... Oh, dear me. Ellie Reeves, not Emma Reeves, Mm -hmm. uh, the MP there previously. Uh, And it's just a a great place with an array of really good shows in it. And we'd interviewed Joe and Luke, the uh, co-owners, presenters um, there uh, hitherto, um, albeit, as Joe's about to say, the dog is rather important too. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, I caught up with Joe on the night and asked him about what they had coming up. Cool. Back at the lovely Bridge House Theatre in Penge uh, with Joe. Uh, Joe, you help run the place. 
Yep. Uh, admittedly, uh, Dusty the dog, I think, is in charge, but uh, we'll let that one pass. It's true, but Dusty. What, what do you and Dusty have planned? So, uh, Dusty, who is the CEO, uh, you know, he's, uh, so he's Luke's dog. Luke and I run the Bridge House together. Uh, Luke's away for a few months, um, still running things remotely, um, and uh, uh, whilst I'm here, sort of here on the ground. Um, yeah, so uh, it, spring, spring, summer season is still being finalised, but we've got some lovely stuff lined up. Um, we gave ourselves January and February off because we've, it's been a long year and a half since we opened. Um, March onwards, we have got a double bill of new writing, um, very uh, alternative stuff, um, uh, experimental stuff. Um, so we've got a week of a week-long double bill by Elizabeth Huskinson. We've got two nights of a show called Drowning, um, uh, which is a one-man show. Um, we have got uh, tonight we were we had this this meet the author with uh, um with susan elkin um what else have we got lined up hound of the baskervilles is coming later on i think that's may time i think that's um oh, hang on is dusty doing the hound he is indeed dusty yeah, very good um <laughs> Um, so that's by the British Doing Shakespeare Company, that uh, or facsimile productions. They brought Dracula at the end of last year and uh, Halloween last year um, to huge success. So get your tickets early for that because it, it's you know Dracula sold out last year. We have got uh, what else have we got lined up? We've got the Eagle and the Seagull, which is by the same team that did the Man the Shed um, last year, which was award nominated. That's also going to Brighton along with the Man the Shed. Um, so if you find yourself in Brighton, then check out. Uh, Eagle and Seagull, which will be here, um, as well as Man the Shed, um, which was on last year. Um, we are doing an in-house production, um, uh, two in fact. We've got uh, Richard Parker, uh, is a piece of writing, it's a two-hander, and Luke and I are giving ourselves some acting work, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, as, that's what we are, you know, what we trained as as actors, and um, we had a bit of a, a gap in the programme, and we thought we would uh, give ourselves the chance to... Uh, Flexor acting muscles. So we're doing a two-hander called Richard Parker, um, and we have got later in the summer. We have got we are reviving um, Luke's play One Last Waltz, which is a beautiful, darkly comic drama um, about um, uh, Alzheimer's, essentially, um, and uh, about a relationship between um, a woman and her mother with her early onset Alzheimer's. Um, it's uh, yeah, we've got a great season going up. Things are always uh, being finalised as we speak as well. So there's more stuff to be confirmed um, further down the line. So you can always check out the website, uh, which is thebridgehousetheatre.co.uk, um, or you can subscribe to our mailing list, which you can do at that website. Um, and um, yeah, hopefully we will uh, see you very soon. Yes, and indeed it was cool and will be cool. Uh, I'm particularly looking forward, I think, to going to see. Uh, the Hound of the Baskervilles. Oh, yes. I think well, I love way. the book. I love the mm. book. So I, I really need to get myself down there and actually watch one of their productions. Well, it's ironic. It's taken theater. me ages to get around to it because I'm not near next door to it. I'm in Orpington. Um, You're not miles away. No, it's, it's perfectly accessible, as it, I proved. But I'm, I've got a lot on my diary to do. Uh, and uh, the first thing I went to was a, a book thing, but I really want to go to a show show. Mm. Uh, and I, I certainly will be. And if the... One in May is the first one, so be it. But they've got a large amount of things to choose from. Anyway, that brings us on to news. Uh, we have a column coming up called Bromley Buzz or something similar in the County Chronicle magazine soon. Fantastic. Which is, uh, that's going to be a regular every month. 
Uh, life in Bromley Life in Orpington magazine, which I think I have with me. As he rustles through his bag, well prepared. Oh yeah, well I, I had uh, Susan Elkin's book, which incidentally is available via Amazon, probably Blackwell's online. Uh, she has her own um, Twitter uh, and um, uh, bits of social media and her own website to look at as well, and it can be ordered through all good bookshops, I might add. That's something which we touched upon at the end. But uh, yes, where was I? I was talking about Cuddam Wise Cricket Club are seeking players. That's on page 10 of Life in Orpington's current issue. I've got as far as page 6 while I've been uh, speaking here. So let me just turn a page or two more in the community notice board somewhere. Ah, here we are. Cuddam Wise Cricket Club looking for players of all ages and abilities. And join us for good standard village cricket in scenic surroundings at Cuddam Recreation Ground. Uh, two Saturday teams of varying strengths and competitiveness playing in the Kent County Village League. Uh, a sociable family friendly atmosphere with drinks in the pub afterwards, which is good. Uh, and they'll be running the weekly net practice during the winter for adults and juniors. If you're interested, please contact Danny Thomas on 07863 168 524 or email Chris Barnes at Chris, hmm, this is a bit hard to read, Chris and Honda, H O N D D A, at vtinternet.com. Website Cudden Wise, that's W Y S E.co.uk. So that's a bit out of there. Uh, and a new shopper, you went to see Lightopia and really enjoyed it. Yes. And it, uh, that's in Crystal Palace Park. That was, yeah. Uh, and it turns out it's in administration. It and is, there's stuff yes. in the paper about bits of lighting gear being left behind and yep, collectors. Yep, they all went into result. administration, yes. Yeah, that's a great shame. I hope it makes it some sort of It is a shame, but uh, there's a lot of stories behind that. Mm. Um, yes, there often are in these things. When something um, suddenly goes into administration. Well, on a happier note, South London Press. This isn't strictly uh, within the borough necessarily, but it's close by, which will do. Um, the South London Press have a surviving winter appeal, and they've flagged up the RSPCA Croydon Crystal Palace and District branch uh, has a pet food bank. Uh, so we offer pet food and also supply pet food to local food banks. If you're a pet owner in need of pet food assistance, contact us. Um, pet food can be collected from our Crystal Palace charity shop, uh, which is in 14 Westow Street in London, SE19 38H. Contact enquiries at rspcasouthlondon.org.uk and 07548 840 uh, It's easy to forget about the fact that pets, by proxy, suffer when the rest of us do as well, and a lot of them end up being given away by people who are distraught about it. Mm. Yeah, it's a great shame. Uh, I've also been looking through other local press, County Chronicle, Chisworth Life, Chelsea Village Voice, BR6 Online, Bromley Radio, SE20 Magazine, which has something on the Bromley and Beckenham Philatelic Society, stamp collectors, didn't know we had one, uh, and the Petswood Gazette, um, and where's my next bit of script? The Weldon Times, that's a cheerful thing for you, Z. Golden Times, never even heard of them. Well, ah, this is this. It's a magazine. It's not actually available right across Bromley, is it? I've Only in a couple of locations. One of them is Orpington Station, which is where I pick up my okay. copy. Uh, and uh, it says that from the 8th of February onwards, 
if you go to Hever Castle, they've got snowdrop walks. Oh, that sounds lovely, even though it's not in Bromley. <laughs> I know, but Bromley is surrounded by lovely places too. It is. And the lovely places are surrounded by Bromley. Well, mm-hmm. at least adjacent to in some cases. Um, I also found that Startup Bromley are announcing the return of their business pitch competition. Uh, Startup Bromley members, of which I am one, and you are one as well, will compete against Startup Greenwich and Startup Bondsworth members to have a chance to win one of three cash prizes, £2,000, to help grow and develop your business. Applications from 30th January to 13th of February. Uh, and that's in Bromley Central Library, Biggin Hill and Orpington Libraries. Lovely. Yeah. Um, nice little cash prize. Indeed. Uh, yes, it'd be nice to win all of them at the same time, then you're at three and a half thousand pounds, wouldn't it? Uh, okay, so talking of um, money coming in, I found in our Spotted on Social the Friends of Down, at Friends of Down with an E on the end. Uh, some brilliant news this week we received our second £100,000 donation. We are still fighting and still in discussions with charitable trusts and other organisations who want to save the site as much as we do. Thank you for your support. Uh, Down Activity Centre was a scout hall, Mm -hmm. and the scouts have decided they don't need to run things there anymore, and so the land is up for sale and might head towards property developers. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to keep it as a place for scouts and for community and for green things and all of this. They face a struggle, it's two million pounds they need. Mm. But two 200,000 donations take some 10% of the way through. They raised a bit of money on their online appeal as well. And if you want to look for the online appeal, that's um, just put into your browser on the internet, app, A-double-P dot, investmycommunity.com slash campaigns slash FODAC, F-O-D-A-C and you'll find it and or google down activity uk. i hope they succeed yeah it's a real shame things like that kind of go i shouldn't say out of fashion but uh you know close down but then you get property developers that come in but it's nice that these property developers want to keep it going which well, is wonderful there is an example and i suspect these will be rare as things go forward but one of my daughters lives near uh, a place which used to be an industrial park mm. in in a London Mall, uh, Clerkenwell, and uh, in there they have a lovely park where they literally knocked down these old uh, business premises and things and created an urban park uh, with lakes, mm. and it is absolutely lovely, and it's a, a real thing, so things can go in the opposite direction too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and anyway, to conclude, we don't have a lot of what's on this week because I want to keep it shorter. Things. Wonderful, would you like to go first? No, go ahead. Okay, 24th, uh, sorry, 24th. Yeah, 24th of February. The Mayor of Bromley's Quiz Night at Crofton Halls in Orpington includes a gourmet burger supper, which is presumably on the Mayor of Bromley website on Bromley Council if you want to find out more details. Uh, And then on the 25th of February, I chose this because um, it's become a famous topic and I found the title mildly amusing, Menopause the Musical 2. Right up my street, I didn't know there was uh, a one. Neither did I. I. I was very struck by the two part of that. Perfect timing. Know. May go along to it. <laughs> uh, might learn one or two things. <laughs> well, go through. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I'll have a word with the Churchill Theatre so they can accommodate you. <laughs> yes. Well, I think it'll be a good one for uh, partners to go along so they understand what their other halves go through, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> very true. Um, oh, mm. dear. 
What else uh, you've got on the 24th? Well, no, that was it. I mentioned both the items oh, there. You, you had a couple of things you said? Yes, I've got a few things to mm. mention. So um, we had um, an interview with Greener and Cleaner UK. Greener and Cleaner Bromley. The Bromley uh, Hub. Which is in the Glades. In the Glades. Yes. Um, by Parisa Wright. Yeah. With Parisa Wright, thank you. Seriously, I just blanked there for a second. Oh, that's what you're after. I thought you wanted more of the name no, of the no, place. No, 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 the name. I, I could yeah. see her name. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't, it wouldn't come out of my mouth. Yes. Don't you hate it when that happens? I do. Anyway, so the Green and Cleaner UK. Um, join our waste management team. I know this is a little bit far ahead, but it's been posted. I spotted it on social. So um, join our team. Join our waste management team at the London Marathon on the 23rd of April 2023. Last October, our volunteers team headed to Blackheath in the early hours of Sunday morning. We collected and sorted the rubbish from runners. There were lots of water bottles, banana skins and clothing. It's an early start and gets very busy, but it makes a huge difference and is intensely rewarding. As the expression goes, many hands make light work, so we would welcome anyone who would like to be involved and volunteer for 2023. If you'd like to join us on the 23rd of April, add that to your diaries and sign up now on the link below. I'm not going to read this link out because it's got like 20 letters and numbers Mm -hmm. on it. So the best thing I would say is either get in contact with them or go to their website. And I'm sure they'll have all the details there. The other thing I wanted to mention, I don't know if you saw, saw that on um, Spotted and Social, um, Gareth uh, Bacon. Anybody no, I haven't Broadway? seen what he's been up to lately, do fill me in. Um, so he posted here, Sadiq Khan, ULES, because this whole oh, thing yeah. about the ULES expansion will hammer outer London suburbs and rural villages. We don't have the same public transport options as central London, nor the same air quality problem. Say no to Labour Highway robbery and sign the petition now. So you can go over to garethbacon.com forward slash stop hyphen ULES hyphen expansion. Um, so that's that. And then uh, One Bromley have been posting lots of lovely things in terms of uh, great working in partnership for our health information pack. One of our, f- um, our first one, 500 going to residents via food banks. Thanks to Transform Bromley Borough Churches. So there's a lot happening with that as well. Uh, what else is on? What's on? What's on? So I'm quickly squidging through my phone because I do screenshots. And I've got also family pictures here <laughs> <laughs> that I'm going through. The other one is uh, Crown and Anchor, which is my local pub. Indeed. And I spotted on there that they they raise lots of funds for local charities and they continue to do so this year. But they just posted how much they raised for MedCap and the Bromley one MedCap. And it was two thousand two hundred and eighty-eight and eight pence, and um, for just B charity, nine hundred and thirty-seven and eighty-nine pence. Yeah, all of these things that are done in these community places are really important. I I remember I was looking at the Five Bells pub in Chelsfield website Mm. the other day, probably because I was interested in when in August the dog show would be, because I was at that. But they have, I think, um, quiz nights once a month or other. Charity fundraisers, so it's worth looking out on that. No, absolutely. Mm. Um, I just want to mention as well, Bromley Well, they're doing lots of things. Um, I can't seem to find the details. But if you go onto their website, there's lots of job roles going there at the moment mm. for paid jobs as volunteer jobs. So do check that out if you want to be part of um, 
the Bromley Well, but also uh, they have Clear Community Web. We provide friendly and informal help with laptops, uh, tablets and mobile phones for disabled residents and carers. So that's like setting up the accounts, installing apps, resetting passwords, being safer online, transferring files, checking for problems and starting at the beginning. And I think it's wonderful to have that because I think for um, elderly people and retired people, the social media stuff is changing so quickly and they need support and I think this is wonderful. So their station is Mondays from 10am to 12pm, Station Road Community Hub. And that's where you can find them. So that's You brilliant. know what, here's a sign of age. Uh, <laughs> I remember when cookies were just a very large biscuit. Gosh, yes. Do you remember those big cookies, Millie's cookies? I remember the shop, and yes, and um, they're usually like ones with um, Smarties on them. Yes, oh my goodness, they were yummy. They were indeed. Dipped well, in milk and... Mm. Anyway, let me quickly do the what's on. Also, what's on, because you mentioned a few things, didn't you? Um, two, two things. So, uh, again, part of Brumley Well, if you want to be part of that... Um, we have, sorry, I can't see with my glasses on or off. Monday 23rd of February. No, sorry. I am, oh, I've lost it now. Don't worry, I've lost right. it. We'll Hang pop on. it all onto I'll, I'll social edit, media. I can always edit. No, it's fine. Oh, right, okay. I no editing. Edit. No I've editing. Been banned. You've been banned for me. You do far mm. too much editing. But no, it's, it's um, we, we always post everything onto our... Um, website don't we yeah. so you can find that but can I just say mm. you've got remember when we were walking the other day and we passed the, another cafe that's just opened up yeah I went and tried it uh, poached uh, <coughs> on the way here so I had a coffee there really lovely it's nice I had a nice flat white so I've already posted that on uh, our social media yes look up the Bromley Buzz on Instagram Twitter and your favourite channels Facebook LinkedIn you'll find us Yep, and soon to open is another restaurant right opposite that actually, where the old post office was, uh, is a place called Branded, where they'll be serving like steak and fish, which is interesting. That's what it says on the outside. But anyway, there we go. Surf and turf. Mm. Right, should we do a short buzz out? We can do a short buzz out, but I've just got one more thing to mention, Wrong. as usual. Uh, Found on Connected, Bromley's Secret Hideaway, George and Dragon has opened up their new children's playground. Georgeanddragon.com and uh, you can have a look at that. It looks absolutely wonderful. Food looks delicious there. So a lovely playground for children to play. Where's the George and Dragon? That is in Down Village. Down as in with an E on the end. In Down Village. Oh good. You can go and support the Scout Hut uh, project at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. And that was in the Connect or Connected London. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. On the count of three. Left. Um, it's uh, uh, Darren Wheel and Zenak Narani saying goodbye from the Bromley bus for this week. Zzz. Actually, we've forgotten the count of three. One, two, three. Zzz. Zzz. What a mess. Zzz. Zzz.